0: Hi folks and welcome back to the Impassioned Art Podcast. I'm your host Rachel and today I'm going to be talking about different aspects of sex. I'm always excited to talk about this topic because it's something I'm really passionate about and it's just really important to me to normalize the discussion of sex and so let's get into it. I want to begin by saying that the topic of sex is very complex. It's different for everybody and what they want and what works for them and so as I share from my experiences and as I share some of my thoughts know that like my approach isn't the only approach to sex and my purpose in sharing is more to invite you into a comfortable ability to talk about sex and explore it in an authentic way to you, um, and of course that always has to be consensual. It's not, you know, the the commonality between healthy sexual experiences is consent and communication, and it's really a beautiful thing to really open yourself up to, just like the topic of sex in general. So, um, and it's a really natural need for a lot of us and so normalizing communication and conversation about it is really important because it unlocks and unearths aspects of our biology or our emotional and mental health as well um so it's really it's a it's an important and exciting topic to get into a couple of you when i put out a question on instagram about what you would like me to discuss in my podcast a couple of you Mentioned that you would like me to touch on kind of how to begin to feel really comfortable in your own sexual expression and sexual identity. So, the most I can do is share from my life and experience, and you can take what you will from that. But there are a lot of resources out there that you can learn from, and I'm just, you know, one of them. But my process has been full of a lot of twists and turns. I definitely am somebody who always knew I was sexual and who grew up in a household that was very open to talking about sex, even though there was a lot of information I feel like I didn't get. The comfortability of talking about sex was very much there and encouraged in my household that in the, you know, growing up in that household. And so it was something I was thinking about a lot and I felt very comfortable acknowledging that I was a sexual being from a really young age. So I feel like I've had some sort or somewhat of an advantage when it comes to feeling comfortable with sex in general because of that atmosphere I grew up in. And I don't mean advantage in a weird way, but more so that wasn't getting comfy talking about it was never something I had to experience. I was just kind of always comfortable with the topic. Um, But like I said, I didn't necessarily have all of my answers. There were things I ended up learning through friends and whatnot as I went through life um, about sex, but the topic in general was very much welcome in the household I grew up in. But I also grew up in Christianity, and so I spent a lot of time really hating the complexity of how my sexuality was, um, because I grew up, you know, in a church culture that was really like being gay is not of God, but I always knew I was queer, so there was a lot of fear and a lot of, um, like, hatred towards the complexity of my sexuality. I just felt really, really broken. I also was like kind of unpredictably attracted to men and I just felt like there were so few men I was truly attracted to and that felt really defeating because I was really interested in sex and like really burned for it and yet felt like my sexuality was out to be against me. And that was a really heavy and hard place to be in for most of my life. You know, I've only felt sexually free for a very short amount of time in comparison to how long I've been alive. Um, So I really carried that for a long time. And my process in getting comfortable with who I was uh, really came in stages. I mean, I remember starting to get involved um, with different men and letting myself explore um, Not penetrative sex, but other types of sex. and And I remember really feeling from Jesus, like no guilt, but rather, yeah, you're exploring and I'm here with you and I'm encouraging you to figure yourself out. Like this is important. Like I never felt the condemnation that the church would say I would feel. And that was also kind of one of the things that, not kind of, it was one of the things that brought me further along in my process of leaving the church but that's a different discussion but so I started to feel freedom in just allowing myself to explore when there were opportunities to and that kind of just came with being exhausted like at a certain point it's like I'm tired of denying myself what I want so I'm going to explore that did lead me into situations with really unhealthy men because I was had so deprived myself of sexual encounter that I started to just take what I could get and luckily I've learned through that and ended up developing standards and boundaries but definitely depriving myself of sexual encounter for so long did make it that I so that I was vulnerable to manipulation Which is one of the reasons I'm like being in touch with your sexuality from a young age is super important so that you can learn about boundaries and communication and um, your own needs and wants so that you're less likely to be taken advantage of as well. And I was never raped or anything like that, but I definitely did enter into unhealthy situations with men who were emotionally unsafe to be with and luckily got out of those. I want to be really clear that when I say individuals benefit from being in touch with their sexuality from a young age, I don't mean that it's super healthy to be having sex young. I more so mean that it's really important to be comfortable with the topic of sex and not feel shame around it. It's important to know what masturbation is. Like, I didn't masturbate until I was 18, and I could have really benefited from knowing that I could do that from an early age. And so it's more so that it shouldn't be introduced to children as a shameful hush-hush thing. It should be something that kids are equipped for. I'm grateful that I didn't have penetrative sex for a very long time because then I felt like I understood how to communicate and have boundaries whereas I think I could have been set up for a lot more damaging situations had I not waited as long as I did. But I do wish I had had stuff like masturbation and felt like that wasn't a shameful outlet and felt like I had the tools earlier on. And I also want to add that like, yes, I have not experienced rape, like I said earlier, but I have experienced being pressured into different sexual things and really feeling um some verbal and sexual abuse in that area and so um yeah it's it can be really complex and there can definitely be damaging things that come along with suppressing your sexuality for a long time growing up in christian teaching around sex um all of that stuff Anyway back to my story about getting in touch with my sexuality. I remember in college having a very definitive moment where I was really tired of running from the fact that I was queer and instead of running from that I decided to just accept the fact that I had certain thoughts and feelings and I just let them kind of pass through me So instead of really hyper fixating when those thoughts and attractions came up, I just started to be like, I acknowledge that you're here. I don't need to act on them, but like, hello, and just kind of let them pass through. And that started to bring me a lot of peace. Then post-college, and especially being in the swing dancing community, I had a lot of friends who were queer and that just started to eventually chip away at my denial of self. It was like, okay, either I have to walk away from this community that's really important to me and brings me so much joy and freedom, um because it's exposing me to like I have to this desire to just be who I am, or I stay and I allow myself to be queer and to be authentically me. And so I stayed and I had really honest conversations with friends who were really patient with me as I was sorting through my Christianity and my sexuality. And eventually I just realized this is going to be more free for me to just be who I am than to continue to fight it and hate it. I'm spending so much energy fighting who I am. And like, why would God create me this way? Just to exhaust me like this doesn't make any sense and and I only feel peace and kindness from God when I am honest with myself so the church must have gotten it wrong and so I really started to like loosen up to myself and like just get tired of fighting who I actually am and so finally hitting the pandemic I reached this point where I was like I don't want the world to end without me having sex and without me being true to myself. And so it started off by me just opening up to sexual encounters with men. And I started to have sex and just do hookups and stuff. And then I eventually warmed up to once I felt comfortable in like that dynamic of exploring a spectrum of sexual encounters with men. I ended up also opening up my apps to being interested in women and just slowly allowed myself to explore that a little bit and see if that's what I wanted and so that's kind of an overview of how I started to get comfortable with my sexuality Um, I really have had a lot of friends who have openly talked about sex with me and have talked about like what to expect and how to go into sexual encounters before I was going into these encounters, which really honestly made it so that my experience was a lot more intuitive and safe than it could have been. Things like knowing that it's okay to bring lube and that you really should. And what was wild is I even had some online encounters where men were like, oh, I never use lube or oh, like whatever. And I'm like, wow, luckily I knew that it was okay and that I should advocate for that because you know, even if you're really turned on and get wet down there, like lube helps a lot. Like you don't, you don't have to have it all natural. And some men really just are not equipped with knowing what people with vaginas need. Um, so I was equipped with that. I had a friend purchase a vibrator for me. And so I was really exploring that with just myself, like a while before becoming sexually active, or at least with penetration um and so that was really good and healthy and I had friends who were like no bring your vibrator when you have sex and I'm like oh okay cool and so like there were things like that that was encouraged for me in friendships so I felt like I had a a big understanding I had friends who were like do not be afraid to ask if they've been tested for STDs recently um always make sure that there's condoms like really be thorough and don't be afraid to be thorough, and so, again, I was really surrounded by people who were able to tell me what healthy boundaries and advocating looked like when it came to sexual encounters, and that wasn't being too much to be thorough. So I'm just forever grateful for that. So I really, you know, encourage people to find friends that they can talk about sex with and talk about it in a nuanced way. Um, because it's really important for us to feel physically safe if we're going to have a sexual encounter and it's really important that we prioritize our pleasure as much as we prioritize another person's pleasure. So, um that's a little bit of that. Um it w- wasn't necessarily a seamless transition into being sexually active. It was pretty natural, like I wouldn't say that it was like this hugely strange experience to start having penetrative sex but i will say that christianity definitely haunted me for a while as i was reaching out for different sexual connections because i really felt that um like i was in a deficiency mindset i definitely did a lot of grasping and felt very anxious with each sexual encounter because i'd be like when will i get that again and i need to have as much sex as i can before the Holy Spirit brings me back to Christianity and I have to live in misery again in my virginity. And every time that would come up, I would stop and I would be like, even if that came calling, I wouldn't return to it because I was so sad and anxious and I feel so much freedom now. So I had to do a lot of self-talk with that, but um, that definitely came up, that fear of like, God's going to come, going to get, going to get you, you know, like it's going to come pull you back to the, to a life of misery. And um, so I've had to, I had to do a lot of that, of, you know, that, that uh, walking through that deficiency mindset and learning that I can really choose this path of sexual um, activity without shame and without you know, deserting it. It doesn't have to be just like this tiny amount of time in my life to get it out of my body. It actually can be something that I um, choose to pursue. So fast forward to being in a healthy, stable sexual relationship. um, I still have a lot of dreams of searching for sexual encounter because my nervous system isn't Fully aware that I have like a regular outlet for sex and like a safe, committed one. Um, before I was sexually active, I would have dreams all the time about like having sexual encounters and like almost getting there, but there would always be something to that would distract or stop us from making it happen because um, I was just always in a lot of sexual frustration. And I will still have dreams where I'm like searching and I'm like almost have these sexual encounters. And then somewhere in the dream, I'll be like, isn't there somebody that I have sex with regularly? And I'll like not be able to place it. And then I wake up and I'm like, yes, I have a partner that I'm really committed to that I've been with for over a year. And it's so it's interesting how much our nervous systems and our bodies can still be working through that life of deficiency and that's not something to feel guilty about that's not something to hate ourselves for that's really a natural part of having felt deficient and and you know depriving ourselves for so long my I've only been in consistent healthy sexual contact for a year with my partner whereas I've had 25 other years of a lack of that So, of course, it's going to take time to have that settle into my body. Also, sex is this ever-evolving and shifting thing. Um, I have great sex with my partner. We have really great chemistry. And also, the conversation about sex is always open and evolving. It's not like, oh, we've got sex down and that's that. It's a, hey, I want a little bit more of this. Hey, I'm feeling this. Like, it's a really communication and connection-based thing. And there is safety in that relationship to have those conversations. And so that is really important in sexual relationships and encounters is this ability to authentically communicate about it what, what you need, what's working, what's not working, um, things you want to try, things that want to shift. Like it is an evolving thing. And that's something that's really beautiful about sex. Um, I have cried many times after sex based on my own emotional things. That's okay. That's not shameful. I've cried after first times of hooking up with people. I've cried after a million times of hooking up with someone. Like it's not um, like that's a natural reaction from your body, um, especially depending on what your life and trauma has looked like. So, you know, don't be afraid to be authentic in what's going on. Sexual um, sex is a very intimate and vulnerable thing. Um, do not be afraid to bring your vibrators for sexual encounter. Like your pleasure is important. I will say that I recently went through a time of feeling like I had a lot of sexual buildup within me, but I wasn't able to release it. Like none of my orgasms were satisfying. They would like I would orgasm, but it wouldn't feel like this complete um experience. And so I ended up taking a little bit of a break from how much I was masturbating and also from using my vibrator. And that was really nice to just like now have more times where my partner just makes me orgasm without it or um I just use my hands or stuff like that. Like there's... Sprinkling in less intense ways of orga- orgasming has helped that balance back out, so also be mindful of that. Like allow there to be diversity sometimes in how you get yourself to orgasm because sometimes you can get overstimulated or sometimes you can go through weird seasons, and so it's so just know that like stuff like that is normal and that stuff you can encounter, and sometimes it just means you need a break in one of the things that you're doing. Um, but also it's okay if you, you know, use your vibrator a lot. Like there's just, it's so different for people. Some people are really stimulated by like people focusing on their clit or like anything external. Other people are like, no, I only come from internal stuff. Like just the diversity of your body is okay. And, um, one of the ways you can really learn some of that stuff about you, about yourself is to masturbate and um, really get to know your body and I heard someone suggest once that um, to like look in the mirror while you masturbate and to just like really appreciate your body and explore it like it's actually really important to like your body and to know it like you don't have to be ashamed of the fact that you enjoy touching yourself or that you think you're hot like these are things that and if you don't think you're hot this is really good practice to like take sexy photos of yourself, look in the mirror, masturbate like these are ways to get acquainted with your body and celebrate it. It's also really important to explore you know what sex means to you, what you need in order to have a good time uh sexually and also whether you are asexual or super sexual or um, don't want it at all, like these are all things that are okay to explore and to know about yourself. There is not one way of being. And it's important to know what you need and what you want. So also, also so that you partner up well and that you're not in a situation where you feel like more either where you're lacking or too much is being asked of you like it's important for that to be a balanced thing and in a society where everything is super sexualized I'm sure it can feel really lonely and confusing if you're someone who doesn't really want sex Um, it can also feel really confusing when a lot of the narrative is that men really want sex and everyone else doesn't want it as much and The reality is, is like, I've wanted a lot more sex than a lot of men that I've encountered. And there's a diversity among people. And there's not just this, like, this gender wants it and everyone else doesn't. It's actually very diverse. And, um, I've also just met a lot, uh, I don't know about a lot, I've talked to a number of people who really feel alienated from their bodies because of purity culture or, um, also just feel like they're not supposed to advocate for themselves because they're a woman and this and that. And like my body's just too complicated and I'm just too much. Um, but I'm really here to say your body is not too much and you are not too much and your pleasure is important. And I'm really sorry that there have been things in society and religion that have made you believe that your body is not supposed to be sexual and your pleasure is not important because it is. Um, The whole topic is really diverse. Bodies are really unique. And again, the most important things I feel like that when it comes to sex is consent and communication because it's in communication that you really learn what works. And honesty. Like, I don't want you to ever feel like you have to fake an orgasm or you have to put on a performance for another person. It should be about mutual pleasure not performing. So that's all I have to say today about sex. It's a complex topic. Um, It's ever-evolving. It requires a lot of communication and exploring and it's okay if you don't feel like a pro it's a it's different between different people there's always things to learn and explore and you know you are worthy of pleasure and it is okay if that journey of figuring out pleasure and sexuality sometimes feels murky sometimes involves old shame like that's all part of the process of healing and so it's okay wherever you're finding yourself right now in this complex journey around the topic of sex like it's okay as long as you are pursuing consent and you are open to learning and growing like that's such a good place to be in Thank you as always for listening I really appreciate everyone who listens to my podcast as I you know explore the world of podcasting if any of you have any comments questions um topics you would like me to cover feel free to message me on Instagram I just really appreciate all of you